external microphone help? Yeah, I probably would. I gotta, I gotta make that investment someday. I need some more uh, How's your, uh, monetization. I guess I'll ask you questions on here. Oh, hey, what's up, Naranomies? Welcome to the Naranomies MTV podcast. I'm your host, as always, Josh, and uh, we are on episode 23. Um, yeah, getting up there. And we have uh, some special guests today. Uh, we have Brady, the pilot, back for his second round of All podcasting. Right. Um, and then we have another special guest that you haven't heard from before. Uh, his name is Bailey. We all call him. He, he goes, he has a lot of nicknames. Belly, like your belly. No, I mean, uh, like, like I would think the entrepreneur. Like Oh, Brady like what's pilot, his nickname? Oh, Bailey, yeah. Bailey, the entrepreneur, maybe. I don't know. I don't, I, he's, he, he's a, he's minority okay. uh, entrepreneur owner. But I think, I think I consider him like a Bailey. If you know him well, he's like, he's the engineer. He's got a very technical engineering kind of mindset. Uh -huh. And he went to Georgia Tech super sharp mechanical engineer um just has that brain and but his nickname's gone for forever uh okay. q belly the the bale of hay uh yeah bales he's got he's got them all um but we're excited to have him on tell his story but brady has to leave early to go uh be on kid duty kid duty Our so goal. we did a quick lunch ride uh out at soap creek and we're picking up some heirloom barbecue, which is the good go-to spot across the street. And Bailey is waiting uh, uh, for our food for us, thankfully. Um, and we are uh, doing it live. Um, so here we are in the vehicle. Thank you, sir. Over up. <laughs> and uh, so Bailey's outside grabbing food, and that's why he hasn't chimed in yet. Yeah, we had a good little rip, though. Yeah, we had a great time. Yeah, that was a pretty fast uh, pace. We were cooking. Yeah, yeah, we did uh, did some uh, oops, we found the wrong trail. Yeah, and, yeah. And soap. Yeah, we did. How did we stumble upon this amazing downhill? That, yeah. That, that, little off trail a little and then, bit uh, then a couple loops yeah so we did uh soap, soap is great man it never gets old it really is and it's 20 minutes away thanks it's so close and it's just so solid for what you get and um it's we started off with baby pisga then we did uh what we do after that we did old school downhill and then we did just the regular full loop and uh yeah, it was, it was just a great ride. Weather is beautiful. It's definitely dry on the trails. You can tell that. Yeah, I need, almost need some goggles. Man. Yeah, super dusty. Those, those glasses you're wearing help with the dust as well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mass. That's why I wear yeah, them, I mean, essentially. I was, it wasn't just my eyes, too. I was, like, breathing in. I was, like, sipping for water because I was so dusty. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, catch us up to speed, Brady. It's been a while since you've been on. I know you've been traveling a lot for work because you're a pilot, but seems like you've been getting in some more rides on your uh on your work trips um yeah uh th i think those are about to dry up when it gets colder i usually am not inclined to go go riding but um yeah i had some good rides um did uh probably the longest ride of my life was on a layover in san francisco rode from the hotel after getting a bike at the shop rental shop all the way out to stinson beach um it was six hours round trip um, but the annoying thing is my phone 
crapped out on me, so I didn't completely record it. I got the data from my watch, but anyway, that was a good ride. Um, been doing a lot of hikes with the family. Um, you know, but what, what was awesome today was actually like riding with people. I have not ridden with the brethren or, you know, the Narnomi crew for a while. I think I, I rode Chicopee Woods and Blankets in the last month or two, but that was on a weekday and no one else could ride. So this is nice to get out and ride, you know, have some community while you're riding. So that was really fun. Um, and then my, my, the last thing I'll say was my, uh, I've started my professional mountain biking career. I'm getting paid to ride my mountain bike and be a bike rabbit for my uh, kids' middle school cross-country races. No way. So, so, I didn't know you were getting paid for that. Yeah, I got paid to do that. It was awesome. So there's like 100 racers. There's a, there's a 100 girls, 100, 100 boys at this race at um, Perimeter School uh, through the woods and everything. And um, so I, I was like the, the rabbit that they, that they followed to make sure they were going the right direction. Some of the courses were marked, but it would, it, it would be easy to get for the kids to get confused. So, um, yeah, the, the coach reached out like, Hey, we need a biker. And like, yeah, I'll do it. Like, Oh, by the way, it pays money. He's like, okay, great. Now, now I can say I started my professional mountain biking career. Dude, you start an LLC <laughs> yes. and, and like do a tax write off for your bikes and stuff that you That's buy. Right. Yeah. Actually, I was talking to the lawyer, Alice, maybe I, maybe I sell off for all you guys, because Alice has the same thing where he gets paid to be a mountain bike coach for Pace Academy. Oh, really? And maybe you guys all like, I, I, I let you invest like a little like one percenter in Narnomies, and then you get to be a part of the LLC. There and do, you go. And ride off all your bike there you stuff, go. your mileage, everything. It. Speaking of which, how's the uh, the Narnomi swag going? It's pretty stagnant. Okay. Um, honestly, I've been doing a bad job of remembering. So like. Zach Powell was with me for, for instance, okay. and we were, we were together all day at Jared's and he's like, yeah, I got to buy some swag from you. I'm like, yeah, let's do it at the end. Got in his car, left. I totally forgot to give it to sell him any, um, I keep it in the back of my car, but like, okay. there's times where like on this trip, I was with a bunch of buddies in the mountains. I forgot to I put it in my other car oh. and they were all like, Hey, we want some swag. I'm like, dang it. I left dang it in my it. other car. Yeah. So like, which one was yours? That's, this is mine. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's been, uh, yeah, you can start digging in and then you got to run. Uh, but yeah, that's been kind of stagnant for me. Like, um, so unfortunately, the, but here's the big a, six, you should be able to sell a lot. Yeah. There. So at the race, my plan is I'm going to bring, they said you can set up a tent like in the field area. I think I'm just going to bring my kids pull behind stroller, like the bike stroller and just fill that with swag oh, and then put yeah. a sign on it that says Narnomi swag for sale and just that'll be awesome. sell it out there. Cause there's going to be tons of people out there and it's probably a good opportunity for me to just uh -huh. capitalize. Um, but no, overall been pretty stagnant and it's largely due to the fact that I forget and don't bring it up enough. And I mean, I'm a sales guy for my job. So, so like when I'm not selling for my job, I'm yeah. like, I kind of don't, I kind of want to break from it. So I don't know. I totally did that. So, I just didn't. What's the status with the pump track at your house that you're going to build? So, Josh. Are you waiting on, on to the, recoup some of your investment from the swag? Uh, no, because when I recoup the investment from the swag, I'll probably just get more swag, just okay. to keep the train going and, uh -huh. and do that. Um, the pump track is totally separate, and that'll be just <laughs> coming out of the good old bank okay. account. Um, 
but Josh from Jared's, one of the owners of Jared's, is supposed to come out to my house, I think, this week or next. Just, really? Just to come. Like, he gave me, like, some high-level numbers, but he wants to, like, give me some more actual numbers and be there oh, on site to quote it. Quote. Yeah. Wow. Man, um, that's a big step, though. Well, still don't have to do it. So it's just, like, I, I just... I basically told him, I'm like, dude, I'm in no rush. And I'm still, you know, trying to figure out if I can get the funds to make it work. And he's like, I just, I'd love to come out there and check it out and just get an idea. And yeah. so he's going to come out and do it. So. so what about selling some of your swag at their, their Jared's place? So I kind of threw that out there and um, it didn't really catch. Maybe not. Okay. Well, because it's competing with the swag they're selling. Like they're trying to sell okay. their swag yeah. and selling my that. swag for the same price where they get a lot less of a cut. Uh-huh. Um, I, I talked to the bike doctor and they said they would sell it, but they were like, dude, honestly, we don't have people coming in here buying clothing. Yeah. Like you're probably better off just selling it grassroots on yourself. So I don't know. I, I asked Six's Pit, which is like a more bigger retail bike shop. Like if they... Well, I asked them if they wanted to get on the pod. They said yes. My plan was if they were going to do a podcast with me, then I could ask them, you know, kind of if they'd be interested. But Yeah, put them on the spot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Live. Um, so I don't know. Just trying to feel that out. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, honestly, if I wanted to, I could sell it uh, more. Like if I put a, you know, a, a website and did the yeah, shipping. I and, love the jersey you, you made. Know, yeah. Like, I, I wear that thing a lot. Yeah, I wear... Honestly, I wear all my stuff a lot. I like the hat, the jersey, the t-shirt. I'm wearing a t-shirt now. Um, stickers. I mean, I definitely have some ideas of how to change them up in the, for the next round. But yeah. I think we're going to do a thing where, like, we never do the same thing twice. Like, Ooh. always, like, different series. Mm-hmm. So, like, once you once you get it, you can't buy it again. Yeah, I mean, like, if, you you buy, if you buy a whole stash of the same thing, I probably wouldn't need to buy a new one. Right, exactly. Yeah. But... I don't know. I'm trying to make the whole like argument that you need to buy them for your kids and your wife, and that hasn't been working so well. But but you bought a ton, so thank you. Yeah, I'm loving it, man. Um, so what about you? What's your uh, latest riding? Yeah. So on my end, um, let's see. Since we talked last, and we were at Jared's, um, I rode with Alex out at. Where did I ride with Alex? Uh, Soap ran into him. Uh, he was came in on his. I didn't really ride with him. I crossed paths with him. He was on his uh, in his electric truck, a Rivian, with his electric oh, bike. Yeah, I saw that. Picture. And it was like all like so charging awesome. off of each other. <laughs> he and can't charge it. Well, he can charge his bike off his truck. Right. And, like he's got this whole crazy system. The dude's just obsessed with electric everything. So I thought that was kind of funny. But he's he's loving that. Um, I rode Big Creek, ran into uh, the guy, the main builder out at Jared's. Uh, Will they actually hired Jared's to build uh, a refinish some of the stuff for the Quick Six and some of the downhill park stuff. So they have full wow. excavators out there doing work really? now. Yeah, um, Will's doing that. I got a couple lunch laps with him because he was just out there ripping between working. Um, ran into an old buddy of mine out of Big Creek also that. Um, Adam, he's known as Barfy McCarthy on Strava. Wait, does he have a Yeti? He, no, he, he has Santa Cruz's, I think. Okay. Um, there's an Adam from the Brethren crew. I don't know. Oh, no, this is a different guy. He's not on our, not on our thread, but he's a mechanic 
at Atlanta Cycling. He used to be at the Bike Doctor. Now he's a tattoo artist. And um, wow, but he's cool. like a hardcore mountain biker, road rider. He bikes like insane amount, but he had this really bad COVID where he had long haul, like where it lasts long like, COVID. Yeah. Oh man. And um, so he's just now getting back into biking, but um, it's good to see him. Rode with Trent. He fixed up his dad's single speed. Um, so was he? Is he faster on the single speed? No. Than no. No. The only time I can actually keep up with Trent is on a single speed. Um, right. yeah, mainly because it's like, it's old school, right? So the geometry is kind of sketchy and he doesn't have a dropper pose. Yeah, I always thought so, single speed was faster. Well, on the, on the ups, it can be if you're torquing it, but he, he's definitely faster than me on the ups, but because I'm, because he doesn't have a dropper and it's old school geometry Oh. and yeah. like he's, he feels a lot sketchier on the downs. So I can make up time. We're, we're kind of like even basically we're ping ponging. Um, yeah. But that was fun. Um, and what else have I done? I think that's it. Mainly just Big Creek and Soap. Pinging back and forth between them. Um, How do you feel about the uh, Quick 6 coming up? I feel great. Um, I think uh, I think it's going to be good. I'm going to be riding there a lot more just to uh, kind of get, get prepared. Um, but, no, I'm super excited. Um, a little nervous, but I've been seeing, uh, Nick Watkins, who designs a lot of the quick six trails. He's been yeah. cutting in a lot of new lines, some sweet lomers, some, some cool stuff connecting different trails. Okay. Um, so that, uh, that should be legit. Bailey's finally got his food. Oh yeah. Good. Dang man. They forget about you. Yeah. No, they... man, that was a little bit, uh, I don't know. I guess they just don't like me. Oh Yeah. Well, Slowpoke. So, uh, yes, everyone, uh, we now have uh, Bailey. Uh, I think we're going to call you the engineer. Okay. All right. That's fair. I don't know. Do you have another nickname you'd like? Uh, none that I like. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go with engineer. Perfect. Perfect. So, yeah, so we're just catching up with Brady because he's got to jet off here in a sec and been hearing about his adventures in uh, – so, so if I have a nickname, what is Brady's nickname? The pilot. The pilot. So we're just like See, sticking I, with occupations here? I guess yeah, I, <laughs> I was going to guess entrepreneur. Ah. But, man, that sounds... I told him you... Maybe that's a little too generous. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's a little too generous. Uh, but I don't know. Like, not everyone... So jo, Josiah is Josie. Mm -hmm. Like, outlaw Josie Wales. Then you have Murray. Is Stephen Murray is just Murray. Beast. Beast. <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't know. Trent's shreddy. So not all of them are occupations. Okay, I got it. I don't just know, just I, the best people. I guess just you guys. <laughs> and Alex, the lawyer. Yeah, yeah. the lawyer, yeah. Um, so this is your first heirloom experience, right? Uh, amazing. I, I, I'm still stuck on the fries because the fries are so good. You haven't even eaten the meat yet? I haven't even gotten the sandwich yet. <laughs> uh, well, that's good. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Um yeah, so we were just talking about Quick Six. Um, they're definitely building a lot there for that race. Um, and what else? Oh, I guess other things to shout out while these guys are stuffing their faces. Um, Tour de Nar, which is like a crazy... Oh, uh, you sent me that on Instagram. Yeah, it's out today. 
it's like being released today on YouTube. It's like the craziest mountain biking, in my opinion, on the planet next to like Red Bull Rampage. And uh, yeah, so that is out. Uh, check it out. Tour Dinar on YouTube, which is pretty cool. Um, oh, actually, this is a funny story. So went to camp out, family camp out. Bailey was with me. We were with a bunch of friends out at a farm in the mountains camping. And we were sitting around the fire and I learned something. I'm not going to expose them, but apparently there are people that don't mountain bike that listen to the podcast. And uh, Abby, I, I'm not going to say, I won't say the last name, won't say the last name. Uh, they, they, they were her, at the fire pit. Yeah, they were around the fire pit. Her, this lady and her husband were basically saying like, oh, we love your podcast and we don't even bike really. And uh, we like to, before we go to sleep, lay in our bed and listen to it and laugh together. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Maybe it puts them to sleep. I don't know. But I thought that was pretty um, interesting to hear. So, yeah, all you uh, non-bikers out there, I hope, I hope you enjoy it. I, I would think it's pretty boring for you, but pretty cool to hear that. Um, so Abby's um, – oh, We're going to stop saying – Oh, we said it um, oops, oops. Um, So woman <laughs> whose name starts with A and ends with B – uh, her husband used to mountain bike. In fact, today we were riding some of the, uh, you know, super secret special uh, <laughs> secret squirrel trails that her husband and I rode as kids. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and and he, me. I was with you guys. You know, so. Yeah. And uh, he needs to get a bike. Right. So I, but I'm a little concerned then listening to the podcast is like enough biking and he's just not going to buy a bike now. Oh, because he just gets so much he gets through it, that. Yeah, he gets it all through the darn of it. So I don't how do you know. fix that? I don't know how we fix it, to be honest. Fella's a stubborn dude, and I don't know how he's going to pull the trigger. He likes to take his time on his purchases and get these amazing deals. I don't know if it'll ever come. Also, dude, these chips are weird. I told you they're weird. Yeah. You wanted something different, like kind of fusion-y, not like traditional. I mean, it's not really chips. Yeah. But oh, Do I was, you not like them? I, was, I mean, they're, they're different. And they're pretty fused. I mean, they're very fusion. Very fused. <laughs> Holy fuse. I mean, I, I think they might be a little bit like more uh, on the Asian side than like yeah, Asian. Yeah, it's the Korean kind of thing. What about the sandwich? Have you tried the sandwich? So awesome. Solid, awesome. right? Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Um, I was looking back at the text because I, I sent you this. We were talking about uh, getting a, a joke off of uh, when they were going to sleep. They're, yeah, they, they yeah. Listen to it just for yeah. uh, for. for Comedy. Entertainment purposes. Um, audio hosting warlord is the is your your nickname. That's what someone told you. Oh, in the comments on, on one of your comments. <laughs> audio hosting warlord. Is yeah, what you're listening to right now. Yeah, that is a good one. It's kind of long, but yeah, it's a good good little uh, one liner there, for sure. Um, so yeah, the other thing was um, I wanted to mention. We mentioned last time on the pod that I have a way for people to tip me or donate money if you like the podcast. And a cool thing I thought about was if you do it and if you want, you can put in there in the message or whatever your name. And, and if I know you, I'll tell you, I'll air your cool story uh, over the, over the pod. Or if I don't know you, tell me what you're about and it'll make you famous. Nice. Or we'll like we'll like advertise for your business or whatever. So just another cool feature in the donation uh, tip jar. If so you what's wish. like the recommended donation? 
Oh, it can it can be like fifty cents. I mean, mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. And it's... you'll promote my company. Well, I mean, at least a few hey, bucks. That's, that's good advertising right there. I mean, this is good ROI. Well, you're a buddy, so like I'll just... all all eight people that listen are gonna like know about my business. Yeah, for a few a few a few bones, you know, yeah. I'll 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 plug it in there. It may not be like a thirty minute thirty second plug. It may be like flock, go check it out. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I was so, gonna say I was like I'll go ahead and commit to uh, commit to supporting your uh, Patreon or whatever if we can uh, you know get a little promotion going. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking for sponsors. So yeah, if you want to like seriously do it and do it right, um, let's talk. Let's do it. Um, yeah. Honestly, I don't know how great of an investment that'll be based on your business and what you guys do, but <laughs> I mean, everybody likes to be safe. That's even, right. Even mountain bikers. That's right. Uh-huh. And we're definitely going to get to that in this uh, podcast. Um, for sure about Bailey's story. Um, there's a new downhill line at Jared's. They're they're carving in for a big mountain bike race coming up in November. So that'll be cool to check out. Hopefully it'll be done in nice. the next month or so or two. Apparently Walden's Ridge is like the new place now to go check out. It's in Chattanooga. It's a brand new kind of enduro-ish pedal up bike park, but you can also shuttle it, um, self-shuttle. Um, so that's supposed to be pretty cool to check out uh, in Chattanooga if uh, you got the time. I hear it from a few people that wrote it. It's supposed to be pretty epic. And then we got to get Trent back on because Trent did an insane bike race. I want to hear oh, his man. story on it. Basically, the short that's of it is, crazy. It isn't crazy. it? Yeah. It's like Pisgah. It's like 8,000 vertical. Yeah. Nine hours on a bike. I mean, I don't fifty miles, all, all single track, all single and he got third place. Mind. He podiumed. I mean, that's just badass. Um, and he got a new bike. Uh, so we gotta we gotta get him on to talk about all his new stuff going on. Um, Honestly, it makes me feel better that Trent podium. So now it's like, all right, like it's not like I'm that bad. He just is that good. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But he said he said the guy that beat him beat him by an hour. Oh no, sorry. He was third place. He lost second by like a couple minutes, and then the guy that got first literally beat him all by an hour. That's how fast that guy was. Yeah. The batteries can cheater. Yeah. So that's one. That's something I want to get into um, next year. I'm gonna switch airplanes and get a better schedule, get my life back. But I want to start races some more. Yeah. It's always been on a weekend, which is when I'm working. Um. And like, like, there's. I looked it up. Like, there's a ton of races. I just there's tons. I I haven't really tried to make it work because my work's schedule is crazy. So well, you said you may be able to make it out to watch the quick six. Yeah, I might be able to watch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be good. But like next spring, some some local races maybe. Bailey, are you coming to the race? <clears throat> quick six. When is it? A week from this Saturday, twenty first October. I feel like if I say yes, I'm just setting myself up for failure. So <laughs> I'm a firm maybe. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, and then World Cup's over. So Downhill World Cup had their last race this past weekend. Looked like a pretty good season. Don't, don't spoil it for me because i got to go back and watch the recap. Well, I won't spoil it. But yeah. if, if you need to for the No, no, not at all. Your listeners, that's fine. I was trying to let you guys eat, um, just kind of filling in with some random stuff. Um, 
So then I can eat once Bailey starts talking. But I know you have to leave soon. Do you? Actually, I got I got a little bit of time. Oh, yeah. you do? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I mean, so I got a question. I um talk about my um kids cross country uh races. Who one of them was at Alatuna Creek, and there are mountain bikes everywhere. You know, part of they had part of the course closed off um for the race but uh wait for the for the running race for the running yeah cross country running it's two miles on on trail okay um but there are bikers everywhere and i'd never heard of it or ridden my mountain bike there have you uh been to alatina creek oh yeah you like it i've ridden it a bunch how does it compare it's um it's not that great like honestly it's really the problem is it's really flat so they don't have much elevation. So like yeah. you're constantly pedaling. They put some cool features and they try to like make it cool with like some different sections. It's huge. Uh-huh. I mean, there's, it's like 35 miles of trails. I mean, there's three main sections and they have two little skills parks that are pretty sweet with, yeah, it's really spread out when they got jump sections. They got, they got tech sections. I mean, they've done a good job with what they have, but the Man. problem is it's just very flat. So you're Seems just pedaling like nonstop. North like there's West no break. Atlanta breaks. has the trails. They got blankets. They got rope mill. They got Pine Mountain. Uh, they have yeah. uh, Buzzard's Roost. And they have. We got. Yeah, it seems like it's, it's definitely heavy over. Woodstock there. and up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Alatoona is close to there. Yeah. Like, yeah. I went with That's a buddy West. who yeah. had been before. And it was like what you said, Josh. It's just like really flat, lots of pedaling. No. I mean, we did it before uh, the Blue Ridge Adventure Race. It was kind of like a decent training ride, but mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't go back. Like you, pet, you drive by better trails on the way there. It's one of those places where it's like it's worth to go at least once to check okay. it out. And if you do go, I'll tell you which ones to do and not do because there's definitely like really bad trails in my opinion there, and there's some decent ones. I mean. There's no way you're going to do it all unless you just want to be there for four to five hours. Um, so how many times have you ridden it? Probably five. Really? Yeah. I was riding so, it. I was riding it a lot in the early days. Like, so do you still do you still plan to keep it on your no wheel of, of different trails now my my with with traffic coming back and people going back to offices and traffic being bad. Mm-hmm. I've kind of I used to. I mean, you probably remember, I, I, I've literally, I had a list of every trail around Atlanta within yeah. an hour and a half. Yeah. That's and I, what knocked, I used to do. Yeah, yeah. And I knocked them all off and I've ridden yep. almost everything. Um, yeah. Now I'm like, I don't think I'm going to go. Well, to that's the thing. Barbers it's like, Park it's like, what's, River, it's like, like the worth it meter. Like if I'm driving this far, exactly. is it really worth it? Nope. And also work's getting busier. So like, I'm pretty <laughs> much sticking with soap and big Creek just back and forth and then Simpson Woods some and then I don't know every now and then I'll throw in like a pine a blankets a rope oh chickpea something a little farther but yeah like but for that drive to Alatoona like you could you're gonna have just much you're you're gonna have the same amount of driving for chickpea or blankets or rope and I think you'll have more fun yeah so I don't know so that's my thoughts on that Anything else, Brady? You were thinking about? That's it for now. Brady, where are you? Uh, where are you flying next? Uh, well, I have another layover. I have, I have two more layovers in San Francisco on two different four-day trips, but they're shorter layovers. But I'm eyeing the weather because I really want to repeat the and actually like 
you know, because if it's not on Strava, it doesn't count, right? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Although Bailey always forgets. Yeah, I'm not good at this. Did you game. do it today? Sure did. There wow. Because normally you only Strava your CrossFit workouts mm-hmm. or runs or whatever. That's just to keep you uh, guessing that when you look at my Strava, you know there's like 30, 40% that's just not on there. So. <laughs> that's great. So I guess Bailey. Yeah. Now that we have yeah, you on. Tell us, tell us uh, your story. I mean, start from the beginning. How'd you get into mountain biking? Um, well, funny enough, the the camp out that we were just on with some friends. Uh, like I remember, uh, like my dad, like we just had like bikes as kids. But then this was like you know the like nineteen ninety ish, ninety one, ninety two, mm-hmm. when like mountain biking was becoming a thing. And so um, I got like you know eventually like the bike to get was a mountain bike, and then. Bud had a mountain bike. You had a GT I drive. Our dads uh, had mountain bikes, and we just would go ride at Soap and then in Blue Ridge. And it was just kind of like what we did. And then uh, when we were like teenagers, we would ride uh, like every park or a school that we could ride to from our houses. We would like, you know, quote, downhill all the staircases. And like we had little hidden trails behind places. Remember we'd do the sand lot? Bike to Bud's Sandlot through the woods by the you know Windsor Parkway in Pishinomwoody. That was pretty cool. There was a, like a sweet little steep downhill trail at the back of Pace Academy from the upper fields down. Mm. Um, Is that still there? No, it's not there no. anymore. Um, and they do a lot of soap and a bunch. Like you know, this was back before uh, soap was like official, and like you could just ride any trail that was there. Um, and we would get like dropped off, and just go, you know, ride for three or four hours, and then get picked up. So, yeah. did you ride? Did you rem- remember all of the rogue trails we rode, or maybe not rode? Yeah, no. Every um, every rogue trail that we rode today, I rode as a kid, like in middle school. Okay, yeah. they were all, and like, they weren't rogue then. It was just like the trails just open. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, only thing we we didn't I not baby Pisgah though. That's off trail a little bit. Which one was that, that first one we did? That was towards the side. One by the office building. No, I rode by the office building. You did? Yeah. I remember, like, I was very, like... I don't of, remember doing that. We were kind of lost. Like, I remember, it was more like uh, middle school. We'd uh, get up there and realize, oh, we're by an office building. We should probably, wow. like, turn around. Um, yeah. So, I rode all of that. And I remember, like, doing, um, in uh, Blue Ridge, I, I put a bike rack on my four-wheeler, and we would, like, ride really? downhill. Yeah, we would, like, shuttle each other. How did you put a bike rack on your four-wheeler? Like, the bike racks that go on the back of a car. Uh, you just you could strap it onto the rack, like the front rack of a four wheeler, oh. and then put like you know two people. One per, you take turns. One person rides like rides a four wheeler up and down. Another person rides the bike and you just do laps. Dude, that's so cool. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Don't you? Didn't you say you have a so you have a your family has a place in Blue Ridge, and like your neighbor built downhill trails there. There's a so in like. Middle school, high school, we would ride. We had a cabin in the middle of the Cutter Wilderness, and we would ride there. That's why I did the four-wheeler shuttles, like ride through rivers. And it was like really, it was a lot of like really rough fire roads and stuff. It was yeah, like not double track. Yeah, and then um, my parents got a lake house when I was in college, and there's a big like mountain bike booster guy that's funded trail systems places, and he there's like the official trails like Stanley Gap, uh, Flat Creek. Um, Green, Green Mountain. Those you can like ride to from the house. Um, and then there's like this hidden little secret, you know, secret squirrel trail that uh, somebody put a lot of time into that like 
snakes down this ravine. It's pretty sweet. It's a lot of fun. Um, and they kind of forgot about it. It's so like this summer, I, I spent like half of a day cutting like 20 trees off of it. So I guess I'm now the uh, the trail guy for it. There you go. So is it is it rideable now, top to bottom? Yeah, yeah top, yeah. Tell us about your, tell everybody about your setup mm. for your, your, your trail maintenance uh, rig. The, um, what do you call that? It's a, uh, <laughs> it's a, uh, a Yamaha big wheel. So it's like a dirt bike with four-wheeler tires. I mean, they're legitimately four-wheeler tires. That's sick. So man. it's like low and wide, and you can go like weave through the mountains, and obviously it fits on a dirt bike trail. And I got a chainsaw mount. So it's a chainsaw mount. So is this another thing you welded? Like you I didn't were... have to weld this. No okay. welding on this. Um, all out of the box, bolt on. and uh, But it's pretty sweet. You strap on your chainsaw and go. You know, I can pretty quickly run through a whole bunch of trails and clear whatever needs clearing. Yeah, maybe we should That's actually awesome. we should actually call Bailey the mechanic. That's what we should do because you fix stuff you, you all the time. Welding, and you're like, super handy. Way back in the day. Yeah, like I, high school, I would ask like like Christmas and birthday presents were like, I want a welder or an air compressor or a plasma cutter. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember when I was going. Well, to, other kids are asking for like yeah, a bike Nintendo, or a Nintendo sixty four or an action figure. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, mom, I want a welder for Christmas. Um, I but, kid you not. When this kid was with me in the mountains at uh -huh. nine years old he'd come up and i'd want to play like cowboys and indians in the woods with him and he'd be like no josh i want to fix your mom's lawnmower <laughs> like that was his fun was taking apart my mom's lawnmower in the mountains fixing it and then mowing the lawn well good story about your mom when um when i was going to uh like i went to college and it's like you know mary i'm going to georgia tech i'm gonna do mechanical engineering she's like so you're gonna like work on cars <laughs> Like, no, no, that is not that is not the point of getting an engineering degree. Oh, yeah. So Bailey's very handy with all that stuff. If yeah. you break something, go to him. Yeah, he loves that. Josh figured that out a long time ago, and he made a lot of use of that. <laughs> <laughs> Even last weekend with the uh, idol. Oh story. yeah, Bailey's always reluctantly fixing something for me. I'm here yeah. for you, Josh. Yeah, that's great. You know, to guy fix your stuff, you get me on the podcast. It's all good. That's right. That's right. We'll give you some PR. So, I guess back to that. So, you started biking. You biked pretty much our whole childhood. We biked. And um, and then I feel like you kind of always kept it up. Like, especially in the summers when you're at Blue Ridge, you do it as, like, your kind of, like, morning fitness kind of thing. Yeah, I kind of, like, laid off in college. And then when my parents uh, got the lake house, um, at, like, the end of college, and it was, like, my neighbors were mountain biking. And so, I brought my bike back up my old GTI drive and um, I rode that for like a year or two and then I was like this is this thing's gonna fall apart and that's when I kind of got back into it that was like 2010. And now you got that's the awesome. Ritmo. So you yeah. all have been riding bikes for how many decades? Since how many years? Seven together? years old? Eight? Since we, were, since we were yeah it's like you know coming, that up, is cool, man. coming up on 30 years. Yeah. Yeah that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's really neat. Yep. That's a lot all of shape right. that's a lot of shape for time. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And there was also like a, a big change. You know, Bailey used to be, call him Belly, he used to be a quite a large fella. Really? Oh, I'd show you some pictures back then. Yeah, I was uh, in Dude, high, you in high like school. like a marathon runner right now. <laughs> yeah, he's emaciated now. He's so skinny. Uh, I was like, you know, 240 in high school. Okay. So, you know. Wow. That's like a good See? 70 pounds heavier <laughs> and, than I am and, now. And, and, and you tell your wife that all you did to lose that weight was ride your bike more often. That's right, exactly. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Yeah. 
sometimes I think she's like, oh, you can gain some weight if you're home more. But yeah, we started, know. we ping ponged. Like I was relatively skinny, like as a kid. Uh-huh. And then Bailey was a little on the bigger side. And then we like to say he transferred his weight to me over time. That's and he got skinny and I got really heavy. And then I kind of like uh, lost you, a bunch. Yeah, and now we're, well, I'm way. still not as skinny as Bailey, but. We we biked together today. Yeah. Like yeah, we, kept, yeah. we we stayed on the same pace. Yeah, which is good. Crushing it, dude. That's the first yeah. time I've been like, damn, I'm tired. Uh, yeah. So, well, that was a good ride. So um, so you you like <clears throat> all types of fitness though, because I know you're big into adventure races and stuff like that. Yeah, the, you know Trent did uh, the Blue Ridge um, adventure race with sorry, me. Sorry, on that note, it's time for uh, school pickup. All so right, I'm out. Hey, peace, brother. Stay long. Right. Good. Enjoyed it. Bye, safe. y'all. Um. Yeah, you were saying you 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 got into adventure racing. Yeah, the uh, well, the the oldest adventure race in Georgia is the Blue Ridge Adventure Race, and it like is right around where our lake house is. And so I just started doing it because it was three things that I like to do: mountain biking, trail running, and uh, canoeing. And it's right there, so uh, I started doing it, and now it's been like I don't know, probably done it seven or eight times. Um, and you guys podiumed one year, didn't we you? We podiumed twice. We oh, got the third uh, two times. Um, uh, this past year, it's, and it changes, it fluctuates. I think some years it's an eight-hour course, sometimes nine or ten. This past year was a um, ten-hour race, and only four teams finished uh, the whole course uh, inside of ten hours, and we, we placed third. But it's a ton of fun, although it's kind of hard. I'm surprised at how hard it is to find people who are good enough mountain bikers and can run you know, a trail half marathon, there just aren't, there's just not that much overlap. I know lots of runners and I know lots of mountain bikers, but I don't know that many people that do both. Um, and maybe a whole bunch of, uh, podcast listeners are going to tell me there's a whole bunch of people I don't realize that could be doing it, but, uh, it was a lot of fun to have Shreddy come do it, um, last year. Yeah. You had a big group that time. Yeah. We did like two and a half teams. We did six people, which is kind of a, kind of a lot. Like you want, it's harder to do it by yourself because there's a lot of, you know, navigation. Um, and a couple extra brains thinking about the navigation is helpful. So like one person doing it by yourself is hard. Two is a little bit better. Three is great, but then three people in a canoe is really awful. So four is ideal. And we tried to do six and it was just like kind of too many people. Yeah. But it's a good, uh, it's a good time. If anybody's thinking about, if you like to mountain bike and you can run, then you should do it. And if you have questions about adventure racing, I kind of learned a few tricks now, so happy to share them. Cool. Um, so I'm just going to kind of list through some questions I had in mind. So favorite <clears throat> trail to ride or that you've ridden? I actually don't even know if you've ridden, like, outside of the southeast at all. Like, I, I've ridden in Arizona, um, and uh, I've ridden a little bit in North Carolina. Um, and then other than that, mostly just Georgia. But I don't know, dude. I'm going to have to say it's pine. I've only been once. I'm ready to go back. Pine crushes. It does. Once people have a taste of it. I mean, if you like, I kind of like being on the edge, like a little bit uncomfortable, and pine serves up a lot of discomfort. <laughs> it definitely does. I mean, it's the only place I've ridden where I finished, and I was like, I'm never riding here in clipless pedals again. Oh, yeah. And like, I'm a big clipless pedal guy, but I'm, I'm never doing it here again, so... That's true. I forgot about that. So you always ride clipless. Yeah. But you didn't do it that time. I did that time. Oh, you did. And I'm not going to again. Yeah. It's just too hard to uh, 
you know, if you, if you ever stopped mid trail, it was too steep to like start back and cl- get clipped in. So did you do Jared's clipped in? No, I, I did flats for Jared's too. Okay. I would, I would do that again too. Jared's is a lot of fun too. I mean, Pine or Jared's both fun, a little bit different experience. I kind of like the, uh, you know, like growing up riding in Blue Ridge, I'm used to the kind of like adventure riding where like you might see one other person in three hours of riding. So, you know, Pine kind of, you see more people, but it kind of feels like that style of riding. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus like a park with a lot of folks. Yeah. All right. Where'd you go in Arizona? Uh, we did like a, before our first baby, we did a trip to uh, Sedona, Marianne oh. and I. And uh, I've been wanting to bike there. So yeah, it was, it was, the views just like all, if you're used to riding here where there's like no views out there, the entire trail has great views and there's tons of traction. I would, I would actually probably not ride clipped in there again because the rocks are so sharp. If you fall, like you're going to get hurt. Um, but it was a lot of fun. My wife did a spa day, and I went mountain biking. So I would do that again. That's cool. All right, worst fall on a mountain bike. Have you even had one? I mean, I've definitely fallen, but I haven't gotten. Uh, I mean, no, no mountain biking falls that even compare to uh, uh, my rollerblading accident in your driveway. <laughs> I think we were like ten. That was some aggro rollerblading. Yeah, it was some pretty sick rollerblading. I was trying to jump a ramp in your driveway and uh, broke my collarbone. So, no, no. I mean, I knock on wood. Um, Is that seriously like your worst injury happened at my house? Uh, no, the dirt bike accident in Colorado was worse. Oh, uh, yeah. Tell that story. Uh, I do this. Because that's two-wheel related. Yeah, yeah. It's dirt. I love, uh, I love you know, the moto. Uh, so, I was, I've done a couple of dirt bike trips to Colorado riding around um, – Gunnison National Forest and I was out there on a trip and like narrow trail and I was kind of racing some guys that have done lots of legit motocross racing which I haven't so I was out of my league and um, uh, there was a hidden route on the side of the trail and it caught the tip of my boot and then crushed my foot between uh, the route and the bike as I went by and it broke four out of five of the main bones in my foot Um, and then I had to just like ride back with a broken foot uh, and then fly home that night and have surgery uh, and the doctor, when I saw him the the next day, he like you know did X rays and said, you know, I think we can get you back to a hundred percent. And like that was probably the first time where I've been injured, and there was like a question of whether or not I would get back to a hundred percent. So that was pretty scary. Um, but it uh, after like you know it took a lot of recovery, but like six seven months, I was back to being able to run. Seven months? I didn't yeah. know it took that long. It was a long time. It was like you know several months to walk, and then it was like walking hurt for a few more months and then it took a few more months to start like you know run a mile and then two miles and it took a long time to build back up to being able to do you know run as long as i wanted to so you were essentially sedentary for like half a year um yes and that actually led to uh i I, my job at the time i traveled a lot and i couldn't travel so it actually led to doing what i do now for work because i was getting pretty bored and reached out to a friend of mine that started our company and said, I'll help. I have lots of time. So, Oh, yeah. Now's a good time to plug that. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll hit you up later with the Venmo. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, yeah, a, a friend of mine started the company, um, a friend of mine from Georgia Tech. We, it's called Flock Safety, and we, um, our, our core, we, we've developed technology that solves crime. And our first and core product is a solar-powered camera that reads license plates and identifies vehicle details. And since... Uh, 70% or so of crime has a vehicle involved. Information about vehicles is really useful to solve crime. And we can like, you know, a stolen car drives into Sandy Springs, for example, 
they're a big customer of ours. Uh, they get an alert immediately because like stolen cars are used to commit more crimes. And so you can both solve crimes that happen very quickly and you can also prevent crimes from happening in the future by knowing when, you know, stolen cars and cars with stolen license plate drive in. So we started that or the business was started in 2017. I joined pretty soon thereafter and you know now we're nationwide and like 800 people. So what do you do for them? I've done a whole a whole bunch of different things. I've, I started our law enforcement uh, business, uh, which now is the, the, you know, kind of majority of the company. And then um, uh, now, you know, did a bunch of government affairs and kind of lobbying, which is pretty interesting. Um, also disheartening to understand how inexpensive it is to buy influence in our government. Uh, and then now do new products and new markets. So we introduce a new product. I, um, you know, kind of work with the folks to bring it to market for the first time. And if we go into a new market, I'll try to understand what matters in that market and how we can best position ourselves and our products to go uh, win that market. So like federal or um, state law enforcement, kind of different parts of the, of the industry. Have you figured out how to <clears throat> intertwine mountain biking with your work? I've like, not done a good job of that. Like as far as like when you're like entertaining or trying to smooth cops or I figure there'd probably be some mountain bikers there or like does any of your like a bunch of flock people like to mountain bike? We have a few. Um, uh, there are some other flockers, as we call them, that mountain bike. Um, in fact, one of them, we're going to be in San Diego this week for a big conference, and one of the one of my coworkers lives there, and he's a big mountain biker, so I'm hoping we can get in get in some riding. And um, Yeah, I've got some people that lined up for a Jared's trip, if we can like tack on a day to a trip to Atlanta. So I'll let oh, you know. Oh, like out-of-towners? Yeah, the people that live, in, that live in Florida. Like I, A guy I work with a lot lives in Florida, and uh, uh, mountain bikes, as much as you can mountain bike in Tampa, um, but they actually have some pretty cool, like Corey. They do know. have some pretty cool trails out here. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if mountain is the right word for it, but yeah, it's more like trail riding. Yeah, but it looks like fun. Um, and these old Corys. So, yeah, I feel like if Flock got like a sick van with with I know you guys already have some, but get like the the Flockers on all, all uh, badged around it, and then if you uh, throw a bike rack on the back and get e bikes, I think it'd be a fun, entertaining way to get cops out of the office and. Go, let them rip around on some turbo e-bikes i'm sure I'll, I'll submit that uh marketing idea right yeah. away see if we can't yeah, you need to do that yeah i know the marketing person that's so. right you do uh, <laughs> help me work on it with her <laughs> okay cool cool um any any places in particular you're what you're hoping to go like any trips any trails you're trying to do like what's what's the future look like man i'm, I'm really itching to uh do um get back to Jared's and uh, Pine, which doesn't seem like that big of a deal. It's just really hard to fit it in these days, especially since you ride during the week and I mostly have the opportunity on the weekends. And then I want to go to Pisgah. I want to go to Pisgah uh, with you and Shreddy. Um, so we got a place a now. I know. And like speaking of places, I, like we really need to get a ride together in Blue Ridge. Um, yeah. It's pretty, I, the problem is now like we're past, there's some sweet trails that end up by the lake. And so I want to do a sweet a ride that ends up at the lake and like have a boat waiting on us and like jump in the wake and go for a swim at the end of the trail ride. So, um, we'll have to do that in the spring. Yeah, that'd be fun. I mean, I also thought it was funny. We were talking earlier about convincing one of our buddies who used to mountain bike to get another bike and get back into it. Um, I felt like it took you a while. You were, you held on to your old bike for quite a while and, and we, you finally got a Ritmo. We, we just mentioned it earlier, but I guess, uh, yeah, dude, when I got that Trek Remedy, like, I thought it was pretty sweet. Um, 27 and a half uh, wheels, like, pretty good travel, 140 millimeters. 
And then you and Shreddy just would not let up on like what a dog it was. <laughs> and so eventually I was like, I just have to get a new bike. So they stopped beating me up about my, my trek here. Was it really just that, or was it more like, did you test drive any bikes to see what you were missing kind of thing? Um, no, I didn't test drive anything, but I it got I did a, like one round of like kind of refurb on that Trek, and then it was like, all right, I'm not going to put any more money in this bike. I should get a new one. And then um, basically, uh, you know, I really listened to Shreddy, and so when he was like, hey, this is a really good deal, you should probably get this Ritmo, uh, I just trusted him on it, so ordered it. And I'm assuming when you got on it, you quickly realized how much of a difference it Enor- Enormous, yeah. Like the, what uh, Shreddy put it as, like my dad had a 29er uh, when they were really early. And I remember it just felt different. Like it felt like I was riding one of those <clears throat> funky bikes with a huge front wheel from the like turn of the century. Yeah. Uh, and then when Shreddy described the Ritmo as like, it's, it's a 29er that handles like a 27 and a half. Um, that made it, that kind of made sense. And so I pulled the trigger and it's pretty sweet. Although I wouldn't mind a, like I end up, I ride, I have one bike because I don't get to ride as much as you. And uh, there's a lot of riding I do where I could have a much lighter, smaller travel bike, but I'm a one bike guy. So I'd rather err on the side of having something that's fun for the chunky downhills uh, and just lug it around on soap and vice versa. Well, you also have a lot of hobbies that require a lot of different fun toys. Yeah. There's a, there's just so many fun things to do outside. So yeah, I did give up golf though. So I'm, I'm narrowing them down. Like you gave it up, like you even. Like I, like, I gave away my golf clubs. Like I'm for out. real. Yeah, I'm done. Never playing it again. For real. For real. Like you actually like got rid we of your moved, clubs. We moved when we moved into our current house. I didn't really have a place for them. And I was like, you know what? I don't even like golf that much. Like I'm done. And that now it's really easy when people. That's ask a me big to play. step. It's like when people ask you even for work, or whatever. It's like, like I don't I, have. I don't, I don't play. I don't have clubs. Like I'm. I'm sorry. And I I'm good <laughs> something that's more fun. <laughs> that's funny because Brady and I were just talking about that and I'm like yeah I have clubs and I play every now and then but I don't really if I have the time I don't want to I want to be doing other stuff you know I was thinking as we were speaking of hobbies we don't do anymore like you and I used to hunt and fish a lot really yeah. hunt uh, like before kids and I still love to hunt but I'm waiting for that one to kind of like I haven't given away any guns so I'm gonna let that cycle back around when our uh, when our boys get old enough yeah like or maybe daughters too you know yeah hunt. yeah um I that's kind of the way I think about it. One, I got burned out on it, frankly. Like I hunted hard for a lot of years. And yeah. I like I was pretty successful. I got like tons of mounts, tons mm-hmm. of great meat, like put in the time, got not, a lot. Not, not everybody gets a beaver mounted. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Not everyone has a beaver mounted, that's for sure. Uh deer, ducks, geese, like all the stuff, hog. Um I just I just like it's so much time and so much work and I kind of lost the, like, I don't know, joy in it. And mm-hmm. It was kind of like just, ah, I've done this before kind of thing. And when I tried to get healthy and start losing weight, I was like, oh, I get a return out of this. Not only am I in the woods, but I also get, like, a return out of, like, my I feel good, like my body. Whereas when I hunt, I'm more sedentary. I tend to drink a lot of beer. And I just don't like. But you also drink beer mountain biking too, so maybe. Well, is- well, yeah, but I'm also not moving my body through space much hunting, especially when you're like still hunting a lot of the ways we do it. Yeah. And so I just I don't know. It just I. But like you, I'm not get, giving it up. I kept yeah. all my stuff, and yes, kids really young, when they get older, will probably get back into it. But I dropped yeah. I dropped the hunting club I was a part of, got rid of that membership. Like I'm, there's there's kind of like I think of mountain biking as the. Like you can go do it in, in like with a few hours or half a day or a day. Uh, but like when I can take one or two kids with me, then I'll have a lot more like uh, latitude to go hunting. Yeah. So 
Exactly. But yeah. yeah, I mean, same with fishing. I like to fish, but again, sitting on a boat. I've just in. never been as much of the like, like I would rather go canoe a river and just not fish. I'm just, yeah. not, I'm just not as. You want the action. I like, that, that's all these, all the sports. Like, you know, mountain biking is like some, uh, get a little adrenaline going, get some exercise, get outside. It's a good combo. Yeah. I mean, your main ones are four wheeling, dirt biking, water, or water sports. Water so sports, like, yeah. you know, barefooting, tube, tubing, wakeboarding. Yeah, the uh, really like barefooting and the air chair. Air chair, air chair. That's the two primo. Um, so. And then, yeah, you hike, you run. Yeah, I mean, you got a lot of a lot of outdoor activities. Yeah, it's fun. I one. even got you into rock climbing. I took you to the rock. You climbing did. That wall. was fun. I would, you know, now it's like starting to get colder. Uh, when we're at the the uh, worst part of winter and we can't mountain bike, then I'm game to go climb some more. Yeah, that'd be sweet. That'd be really sweet. I like that. What uh. What stuff haven't I asked you that you're hoping? Any stories or anything related to biking? That... You're probably going to need to get um, our friend Bud on the podcast. He needs to ride at least once uh, this decade. Yeah. <laughs> he rides at least once this decade. You get him on the podcast and you got to ask him about the Pine Bark Trail. So we'll just like put this little nugget out there for the when. Pine Bark Pine Bark Trail. Yeah. I don't think I even know yeah, about it. Yeah. So like we're going to, we're going to save that for when Bud, uh, um, joins the podcast it sounds like a juicy one it's a good one huh. yeah digging it up from the depths okay um i don't know what else uh you know on the uh the mountain biking front trying to figure out some hack to like actually plan and go do a big group ride whether it's blue ridge or pisgo or That's somewhere a, else it's a tough hack getting a big group together it is although i'm i definitely i'm, I'm good on chihuahua don't need to do that <laughs> <laughs> guessing you heard those podcast yeah that was hysterical that was like <laughs> uh way too and like the you gave me the preview of like i just don't like that these trails are that good but a bunch of people were going and then i listened to the podcast later and um that was uh that was too much fun yeah what uh you have any questions for me that you've been dying to ask mm. or embarrass me about um well, I'm, I'm ready for you to get some uh like let's cut these margins on the swag and get some better t-shirts uh and jersey so i'm ready for some new swag all right so those those two statements you just made are are, are not relational. Uh-huh. Cut margins and better quality. Well, I don't want to pay more. I just want <laughs> I just want this to be better quality. So, um, so let's make that happen. Okay. Um, do you, and then, what what is your theory? Like, how are we going to do that? How are we going to make that happen? Um, well, I mean, I think well, I'm, I'm about to sponsor you for the Flock shout out. So let's just put that money to use. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll I'll talk with Pete and see if we get like a step up. Yeah. On the on the quality next round. But so I have to admit my margins are relatively thin. Uh, relatively thin. It's yeah. like a sales guy. What uh? <laughs> where where do you want to take this uh Nardomi thing? You know what's uh what's next for the Nomi? Honestly, I don't really know. It's totally like just a fun passion project, and I don't really <clears throat> want to put a lot more energy than I'm putting into it, just because. I know how I am and I'll just get burned out and probably quit. So I've just been kind of doing it here and there. Like I was saying this to Brady before you got in the truck, but like there's so many more things I could be doing. You know, I could be doing YouTube. I could be doing video. I could be doing, um, uh, I could create a website. I could have an e like commerce kind of page, like all these different things, but it's just like, I don't really want to invest that much money or time into it. And, yeah. And I'm kind of just doing this for fun. I would like to see like 
<clears throat> the podcast take off and get some more listeners where I can actually monetize because I'm getting relatively close to start being able to monetize more mm-hmm. and like have legit commercials and stuff like that. That would be cool. Um, and just, yeah, just kind of like a little side hustle where we're selling merch and doing the pod. Um, I don't like editing. I don't like all the tech tools. I do tech for work. I just, I don't want to be yeah. in front of a computer a lot when I'm not, you know, I'd rather just be enjoying the outdoors and biking. So like the whole YouTuber thing or like videoing and all that stuff is kind of weird to me. And I don't, I don't like post editing. I've tried GoPro stuff and it's such a pain. It's so much work. Yeah. Video, video is kind of work. I'm with you. And it's just a, it's a, it's a saturated market. It's tough to like differentiate, but I like the pod mainly just cause it's a fun thing to do with friends and a lot of friends get a kick out of it. And I don't know if it'll ever take off, but it would be cool. If did it did the, uh, a couple of, couple of thoughts that I've been thinking about as I've listened to Ooh, a little feedback, a little, yeah, I just know these are just things for you to think about. Um, Take it back to your, you know, Narnami board uh, for consideration next quarter board meeting. Q three board meeting should be coming up. Um, the uh, that's a board of one. Board of, yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> you don't have to don't ruin a good story with the truth. Uh, you know, the the trail review you did with um, Alez was pretty good. And that was like a pretty solid episode. I think you could do that's like a good shtick. You know, repeat that. Okay. Uh, I feel like. A swag store is uh, just like so easy with Shopify. Like you just ought to do it. And then I feel like you separate the swag into two groups. There's like the the staples that you just kind of always have, and then there's like short run stuff because you want to drive some scarcity. You know what I mean? Right. Like never come back. Yeah. It's yeah. like 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 there's a thing like with a, with a lot of startups do this, but at Flock is we we'll do like a run of T-shirts to mark some milestone or some event, and like that's it. And like either you were there or you weren't. And like you joined the company a month later. Too bad you're not getting one. You weren't here, you know, and it kind of drives a little bit of, uh, you know, like urgency, urgency in a culture of like, you know, you want to get in early, and that way, you know, you release a special edition, people gobble it up. Um, so that was one other thing that I was thinking about, uh, you know, to move move a little bit more swag, and maybe an event or two. You know, I feel like the podcast, a little bit of social, some swag, like an event, like you know, well, the quick six is a big event. Hope That's to see true. You out there. The quick six should be good. You can bring your kids too. It's a big like family thing. It's like a festival. They have music. They have uh, people selling stuff, tents, all that stuff. That sounds good. And they would actually get a kick out of watching the racers. So that's the first event. I like it. Done. We, we, get, we need Check. a uh, we need a Narnami like flag that you fly off your yeah, Land Cruiser. You I know? was planning on just like. A t-shirt? My, no, my kids have like a ton of giant poster board. I was just got my wife draw like Narnomi swag for sale and just post it up above my truck or on that little carriage that pulls behind the bike and just load it up. For sure. For sure. I think you definitely should do that. Um, um, but I like the, so yeah, it's funny you mentioned like the, the format. So like, yeah, that's the one Trent originally gave me, which is like introduce current news and events guest interviews so we've actually followed it we mm-hmm. did we did the intro mm-hmm. i talked about some news events while y'all were stuffing your faces then we did guest interviews that's you um and then the next was supposed to be trail reviews then gear reviews then training and fitness then listener questions and feedback which we never really get <laughs> and, and then conclusion uh, so that's kind of like that's the pretty, way he laid it all out. Well, I think Trent's, uh, you know, Trent's got a lot of wisdom for his age. Um, <laughs> that sounds sounds pretty good. No, I want to see. Um, you know, I just think this Narnami thing might have some legs, and I want to look back uh, a few years from now when 
you're ringing the bell at the stock exchange about Narnemi going public and we can talk about sitting in the parking lot of Airline Barbecue, you know, podcasting and people looking at us wondering what the heck we're doing. Yeah, we are getting some weird looks. Um, so with that, I mean, you kind of already said it, but trail review, you said Pine's your favorite. Around I mean, here. Yeah, I'm ready to go do some more. Um, Wind Rock sounds like fun. Oh, yeah. We got to get you to Wind Rock for sure. Yeah. That's a two-day trip. We need to do that. Yeah. That can be done. Um gear reviews any particular gear you've been using lately that you really like that you want to share with i mean the... you pumped up the shocks uh you know the like you know ear bone uh headphones oh yeah uh and i i heard you you know on the uh nomi podcast and i went out and ordered them right away and oh I, really they is, rock. That, is yeah. that where you heard about it it is yeah they rock um so those are pretty good i'm pretty i'm pretty light on the uh i'm pretty light on the gear you know i don't i kind of ride gear light um so gear light. nothing, nothing much for me to, to pump. Okay. Uh, training and fitness. You do a lot of, uh, other fitness activities. I guess it's mostly like CrossFit, right? Or it's something. Like, yeah. It's called F3. Yeah. It's kind of like CrossFit, but it's uh free volunteer led. Uh, it's pretty solid. You know, people should check it out if they're looking for a group of guys to work out with early in the morning, you know, locations all over Atlanta, usually meet like a park or a school parking lot or something like that. And, uh, it's pretty solid. Like today, I was feeling it because I haven't ridden in two months, so the legs got tired, but um, F3 is pretty good. Very compatible with the kid's schedule. Starts early in the morning. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Any other feedback or questions you have? Oh, man. I think uh, it's been fun. It's a good day today. Yeah. It's a great day. Thanks for getting on. Finally. Made it happen. Riding a pod, and we'll have to do more of these. It was fun, too, to get like a round table with Brady. Um, so everyone, thanks for listening, go out and search for your ultimate Nirvana. Now get, see ya.